Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast Movement in the Shadows. Today we got the good folks over at Meister Watches. We have Ryan Peters, who is a co-founder. And Mark Gutierrez, who is the social media and marketing director. What I loved about this conversation was how they got into the grassroots of Meister, how it was like this homegrown operation. And now this year they're celebrating their 10th year as a business. And so if any if anybody knows about business, it's, it's hard to make it past that mark. And so um, they kind of get into some of their, their secrets to their success. And they get into um, thoughts on going into business business with friends and the hardships of that but um, it is possible what I love about Meister as a brand they're not just a watch company they really are a lifestyle brand and I think what they bring into a lot of uh, the products that they create from the watches obviously to um, bags and accessories and things that they are kind of venturing into in their in their current um, phase in, in uh, be, being a lifestyle brand they infuse a lot of the stuff that they actually really care about things like streetwear car culture sports um, comics video games pop culture we we've even done a collaboration with these guys uh, back in 2016 um, with uh, our kinjas watch it's cool because that really shows the stuff that they're passionate about and they go into that being kind of the secret to their success actually caring about the things that they create and having a real connection with those things i think this is a really good episode for anybody that is kind of in that space of wanting to create business or start something up they did not have you know major financial backing it was something that they just kind of invested their blood sweat and tears and their time into and you know now going into the 10th year you know here they are so um this is a really good one i think there's you know take some notes in this one uh we get into a fun lightning round at the end as always good inspiring talk it's gonna be fun so let's get into it welcome back to another episode of the kinjas podcast movement in the shadows i'm your host ben we got jeremy back there with the switches and the sounds and the cameras uh, folks, I'm very excited to have today's guest, our homies from Meister Watches. We got Mark Gutierrez and yes, Ryan sir. Peters Hello. in the house. What's up, guys? What's up, fellas? Thanks for coming through the pod. Yeah, thanks up, for ben? having us. And this is your first podcast ever. Yes. Yeah. yes. Welcome. Welcome to this world. This. Yeah, Appreciate man. This, yeah. Is, this is a cool, uh, cool platform. Um, a lot of people are hopping on here, and I understand you guys are wanting to kind of get into this space as well. Right, like yeah. your own podcast, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think a podcast is a really cool way to kind of you know narrate your story yeah. and and you know you tell it yourself and having someone you know being told. So sure. it's a good platform to like you know express people too. It's like really dope way for people to learn. Like yeah. I've just been listening to podcasts and learn from different people. Totally, there's a lot of knowledge out there. Yeah. A lot of people doing cool things, and this is a way to just kind of get little brain hacks and yeah, you yeah. know how to figure exactly. it out. Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, just to give uh, our listeners a little bit background, so um, we've been rocking with you guys. I mean, I, I met you guys back in I think '09. You guys started in '09, right, yeah, Meister? Yeah. yeah and uh, back when I was rocking with uh, Jabberwockies, yeah. like you guys were like getting down with the Super Crew homies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I love following your guys' journey because I feel like um, kind of paralleled with you guys too. Just kind of when. When Jabberwockies first started the whole Vegas thing to, you know, like, 
I just kind of stayed in contact with you over the years. And then, you know, we we did a, a Kinja's Watch collab with you guys yeah. uh, a couple years ago. We are just talking about it downstairs. But um, just give 2016. us... Was that 2016? Yeah. Dang, it's three, three years, years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Which time did, flies, like, man. extremely well, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it was the, the fan base. Like, your guys' fans are, are second to none, absolutely. Like, the Thanks. support that yeah. you guys had was, like crazy yeah, our when they fans found the out best, that, dude <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. so shout out to all the kinja fans yeah right on so i mean I, that, that's that's what i um i want to talk about that because like i mean um well before we get into the collab stuff uh give us a brief history of just like where you guys grew up where you from that whole thing yeah um i mean we started in 09 and we started out in pomona we actually started at my my house like we started in like my old bedroom we had a spare room and um uh, we just operated out of there at the time there was three of us and um we just kind of grew from that you know uh, we didn't need a real office or a real large space we just worked with what we got and at the time when we started we were just selling watches out the back of our cars and just you know like to all the friends and families that people that we know we just you guys did one of your homies already just knew how to make watches like how did that whole thing even become the, that whole the part focus? was definitely more unique um, we started learning about it in college. Uh, I went to Cal Poly Pomona. It's okay. right down the street from my house. Yeah. It was just convenient, you know. And um, what did you major in? I did a double major in marketing and international business. And, you know, those are like two things that I wanted to pursue and just felt like these are like natural skill sets for me that I could do, you know, just doing marketing, which is pretty easy. You're just talking to people and uh, communicating. I think as long as you could um talk to people well then you'll have no problem being in marketing you know yeah. i feel like i myself am more like a connector type person so i'm really good with connecting to other people and that kind of just helps with marketing and on the business side it's just you know i love to travel so if i could connect business with traveling then that's a plus for yeah. me yeah and um at the time so we're we wanted to do accessories we didn't know what exactly it was going to be. It was going to be watches or anything. We just knew that, okay, like a lot of our friends started clothing businesses at the time. We thought, okay, it's, it's pretty saturated. There's a lot of people doing it. I think this would be too difficult for us to make a name for ourselves mm -hmm. in, in t-shirt brand and something like that. Yeah. And we're like, all right, let's, let's look for an accessory that can match with shoes. Cause we're real big sneakerheads. Yeah. And that's been like since day one, we've been sneakerheads. So we wanted to create an accessory that can match with our shoes. And we're thinking like, at first we we're thinking like wristbands and stuff like, um, Rasta cloud and, mm -hmm. um, jewelry like that. But, um, we went to Hong Kong and found out like, Oh, you know, there's, uh, connections to do watches and we could get watches made. Mm -hmm. And, um, we could use a family friend that could help us out to make the watches and we could use existing molds out there and it wouldn't really cost us that much money if we do it that way. So that's kind of the approach we took. And we just kind of learned how to make a watch by just really just learning online and looking online. And then um, YouTube how to make a watch or something. Or what? No, you know, at the time we weren't we weren't YouTube. We weren't like it wasn't YouTube like how it was now, yeah, you know, like yeah. 10 years ago. Like, yeah, that damn. was still like beta phase. Of yeah. That time. yeah. Things have definitely changed within just such a short time, like you know in 10 years now you can find anything on yeah, youtube and learn sure. anything <laughs> like that's how i learned stuff today is just going on yeah, youtube right right but back then we were just looking at magazines watch magazines um 
and then our designer John he would um, we'd we'd basically point out different things that we like in different watches like yo like I like the bezel on this watch or I like the case on this mm-hmm. um, the dial face on this watch looks really dope and we try to just blend all that stuff together and mm-hmm. our designer would just he just photoshopped that stuff and <laughs> make it happen like we yeah. didn't need to have like a real engineer right. design this stuff so we would just photoshop it and make it look as good as we possibly can yeah and then we would submit that out into the factory and then someone at the factory could then take that design and turn it into like a cad or into a, a technical drawing is what they call it mm-hmm. and then from there they'll make it um but going back to the start of like, yeah, we, we really just um, kind of stumbled upon it. We happened yeah. to have a family friend that could do this for us mm-hmm. when we were looking for something to do. We didn't know it was going to be watches. We were like, oh, when we heard watches, like, yes, like watches would be dope. Because at the time that we felt like there was only G-Shock and Nixon at that time, right? Yeah. For someone that's young like us, like Nixon has like one style for like, one type of person you know that's like the action sports guy Mm -hmm. someone that's into like surfing and snowboarding and that sort of thing and like yeah we're into like snowboarding and stuff but we're not that's not us you know we're more like street Mm -hmm. uh we're into shoes and sports and cars like we're into a whole nother subculture that doesn't mix with that and g-shock's dope but you know we grew up wearing g-shocks and we didn't want a plastic watch or like not necessarily plastic watch. We didn't want a digital watch. We wanted like more of a timepiece right. that, that looks more grown man, you know, mm-hmm. that makes us feel boss. And yeah, at the time, like we we're really in love with the AP and the Hublot. Yep. And um, at that time, Hublot wasn't even big out here. Mm-hmm. So we we're like, yo, like, let's do something like this. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially we took two of the best, our favorite watches that we can't afford. I mean, APs are like 30 racks. <laughs> yeah. Hublot, you can get from maybe 20, you know? So at that time, it was like, oh, man, that's like unimaginable. We can't even afford that. But right. no one really knew those brands out here in the States except for super rich people. Like, rappers weren't even rapping about that right. stuff back then. <laughs> yeah. So nobody knew. And we're like, all right, let's 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 take these two styles and, and kind of like merge them and take what we like and then design our own face to this. Mm-hmm. So... Essentially, our most popular watch is like the watch we started with is our ambassador, and mm-hmm. it's a it's like a baby of AP and Hublot to yeah. get, coming together, and um, we did that, and it's just been moving ever the since. Ambassador's hot. That's yeah. the one I'm rocking right now. Yeah. And it was I wasn't doing this because you guys are coming here today. This yeah, is literally no, like I rock I rock with it, and that's what I love about. Um, you're the the uh as you're talking about the mentality and the inspiration behind your timepieces because like um the way i i i vibe i mean i vibe with things that i i understand the the culture behind it and the why and you know you guys have created this lifestyle brand essentially like it's not just i mean you can go buy a watch anywhere like you said a g-shock or a nixon or whatever and those watches look dope too but i think um when you can identify with um yeah like the the culture behind the creators of it um and you mentioned you guys are into things like sports and streetwear you know matching your sneakers and and all of that and um and you guys have done like a bunch of really dope collabs right you know like just with other brands to um just like colorways that you guys put out that would be you know shouting out your favorite like sports team and stuff like that um what are some of like the like the the biggest collabs that you guys have been able to do 
Man, we've done a lot in the past 10 years. Um, you know, we do stuff with, like, Sony, which is pretty big. Um, so, we did uh, Paramount Pictures. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of different yeah, ones. There's but, a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Xbox, um, PlayStation. I think some of the, the cooler ones, you know, are with the people that we know, like yeah. like you guys, like yeah. Kinjas, um, even Super Crew. Um, these are, like, just OG collabs that we've done since we started and that's kind of how we blew up actually our first collab was actually with mark arsenal from illust okay. and fat lace and that was the first collab that we ever did and mark is a homie from ours from the car scene we we kind of came from the car scene and we're heavy into cars so that's kind of why we do a lot of car collabs like we just dropped the type r collab in december which sold out right away um so honda is definitely like you know, one of those dope collabs that we we're really excited to drop for the Type R. But another uh, big collab is um, Avengers. Oh, so dang. we just yeah, we just did the uh, Marvel Avengers. That's um, sick. Is it out already? It's no, it's not out. Um, that's actually going to be a drop for Comic Con. Okay. So we only just started releasing photos right when the movie dropped, uh-huh. but it's all been like teaser stuff, just really fast. Gotcha. Um. But now that it's getting closer to Comic-Con, we're going to start to release more stuff, more information, more photos, videos about those watches. Those are going to be super limited. We're only making 100 of each character watch, and then they're going to be exclusively available at Comic-Con. We'll have some of them available online through our website, Dope. too. Yeah. Dope. So, you, I mean, so you basically, like a homegrown operation, you're saying you're kind of operating out of your bedroom, you know, just with a few yeah, of your homies. Start, yeah, for yeah. the start of it. I would it. say for, like, the first year. Yeah or two maybe we operated out of my house yeah and it's just like you know how basically all businesses start like you know sure. some people start in the garage um it's just easier you know you can save your money that way and yeah. really like build from just being at home and even i think when you're at home you're working from home it's a totally different mind state from working at an office For sure. when i'm at home like I can't even turn my mind off. Like mm. my mind is thinking work like all day long. So I actually put in way more hours and more work when yeah. working from home compared to working at an office. You know, when you're at your office, you're thinking you work there. And when you come home, depending on who you are, what yeah. you have, what obligations you have. Like I have a family. So when I come home, I got to take care of my kid and right. I can't really think about work until I put him to bed and then I could get back to my grind. Mm-hmm. But, um, when you're living in your workplace, like that's all you do. And that's probably the best way for anybody to start is work from your house and you'll just always be on it and constantly working. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how did you transition from home to the office space? I mean, so I think I love, I love hearing these, uh, origin stories of, of how people get like their businesses off the ground. And I'm sure there, I mean, with our listening audience, there's probably a lot of younger people out there that, you know, may have these sorts of uh, aspirations to, you know, start your own business. I mean, you know, even with like us, like we have a dojo that we're sitting in now. But prior to this, it was, uh, you know, Mike and Anthony, who are the founders of, of Kinja's. Um, prior to the dojo, it was Bangoria, which is the name of their house. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and the studio was their living room. You know what I mean? They yeah. put up mirrors in the living room and, you know, uh, uh, many pieces have been choreographed in that space to, you know, we didn't 
host classes where people come in and paid for classes but essentially that was like the beginning phases of kinjas and then probably do it in a garage maybe straight up i mean yeah being garage kids yeah and and before that i mean we didn't have mirrors so we just do it off the reflection off of like a storefront or something like that like you just figure it out so you know for you guys um, what was what was the mentality and how how did you like process like step by step from you know being uh, you know a homegrown operation to actually getting your you know business off the ground to getting your office spaces and into where you guys are at now I feel like nowadays or just from that time of learning throughout the business like you don't need to do things unless it like don't spend unnecessary money right like we stayed there until we had no longer had the space. Like we started having more people work for us, more homies jumping in and helping us out. And we just overgrew the room where it's like, man, like I would stock stuff in my garage or (laughs) I'll throw it in my car in the garage. And then upstairs where we're working, like, um, you know, we stayed there as long as we possibly could until mm-hmm. my parents were like, all right, you guys got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> you know, like working way get too late here. at night. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it was just, uh, you know, so I just, you know, I think the best way is to stay where you can as as, as much as, you, until you grow out of it, you know, like until you right. feel like, okay, I need more space or we need to be in a legit space to have meetings with people. But even back then, like, like Super Crew, when we did our collab with them, like they came to the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's dope. You know, like as long as we were working with homies and friends of ours, like it was no problem. Uh-huh. Or we just meet up at like a Starbucks somewhere, yeah. you know, yeah. like there's ways you can run your business without having to go out and buy an office space until yeah. you feel like you absolutely need it. Then that's that's the time you do it. And so it, obviously that gave you time to kind of stack your chips and exactly. and, and save up for once you did officially outgrow your space now you're able to actually move into a spot where you can kind of have you know your whole operation set up with yep, the, the space exactly. that you need um with uh so you it was you and two or two other partners that you yeah. started it up okay so did you guys already off top kind of know what your individual roles were gonna be in terms of like who's wearing what hat or did yeah, you guys all did. kind of you know um we had our designer and then my partner uh, he was running the operations and um, logistics of bringing the stuff in, and I was taking care of the marketing and the sales. So we kind of had the three pieces together, and we all did our own thing, and we all had our own role, and that just worked out great. And then over time, we just you know kept bringing more homies in, more friends. I think that's like there's a good side and a bad side to that, right? Like having your friends work with you is great because you get to be you just have to, you get to have fun every day and it just makes work way better when you have Mm -hmm. your homies around and you get to like grow with your homies. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then there's also a downside, like homies at some point will get lazy and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, man, I don't want to have to tell people what to do or like, like bitch at people, you know, like, but sometimes as a boss, like you have to, and it hits those points where, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it works out great, but still to this day, I have, all homies that work yeah. f- with us and I just kind of prefer it that way. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I, I ask this question a lot to um, a lot of the people that sit on these couches. Yeah. Like a lot of people will kind of start these businesses with their homies, you know, and that's what Kinja's is, right? We just, all homies here. Um, but it is difficult. Like you said, like, you know, 
I think that's like the new way, like our generation's way. Yeah. It's like you could do it with your homies, but the older generations, everyone's always telling me like, no, don't do this yeah. shit with your friends. And, or and your I think that's, that's what's interesting to me because when people say that is because, you know, mixing business and friendship um, and even like families, they don't work with your family because there's too much like yeah. personal tie there. Um, how do you guys um, approach, I guess, the communication um, between you and your friends, but like kind of drawing that line is like, yo, when, when we're at work, you know, we got to make sure we perform and you know what I mean? Like, do you guys communicate all the expectations there or is it kind of just, I feel like we do and we don't, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're such a small group that like everyone already knows like their roles and we, what we got to do. I think more so it's just communicating more. Like we got to, we have like a weekly meeting. Mm -hmm. There'd be times in the past where we went like, month or two without having a meeting you know because we're just all tied up and all busy doing our own thing that it's hard to sit down and have that time to just break off and and communicate but now that we're a lot smaller i feel like yo this is like mandatory we have to talk we have to have like open line of communication and um just always be 100 percent like clear with each other so we're all on the same page because we've already had issues in the past where people weren't communicating how they felt or whatever issues they had or projects they're working Mm -hmm. on and they stay quiet and then that's just it's a snowballs and leads into a bigger problem and we've had that problem where you know unfortunately then it doesn't work out with certain friends and you know we just got to move on and keep it business you know Uh, a lot of my friends that have worked for me that no longer work for me are still great friends of mine Mm -hmm. and we still kick it to this day. Like, there's no harsh feelings, you know. At the end of the day, they all understand, like, yo, this is a business, mm-hmm. and you can't just take it personal. It's yeah. yeah. That's great. I mean, I think it takes a certain type of person and a, a certain level of friendship to be able to, one, start something, and then to recognize, like, hey, this is not uh, – working out the best for this type of environment so how about we just separate you know and then because so so that we can stay friends you know what i'm saying because you gotta salvage the friends yeah because it's it's also about respect like i think um who work like who you work for and then who works for you like if you develop that respect i think because that goes a long way right um because you know you're gonna obviously work for money type of thing but uh i think respect and having like that that devotion to something or someone or you believe in something like that that's gonna go a long way with it too which is that's why me and ryan mesh so well you always see us together because you know there's only four of us a lot of people think that we're this huge you know big corporation we're not we're there's four of us and we grind very hard all the time and it's nonstop all the time but the reason why four works is because of the respect factor it's because of the like you know, we understand that everything that is being built, it, it takes more than just blood, sweat, and tears. It takes more than just a friendship, right? Like, you have to believe in this thing to the point where, like, you're willing to give it all, yeah. you know, or nothing type of thing. So, for us, you know, I think um, having our meetings, our weekly meetings, and then being able to have a meeting about business and then being able to laugh about it in the middle and finding those those common grounds and bringing them together makes, you know, the, the, the four, the unit, like so tight and it makes us work harder after we leave that meeting you know you're energized again right type of thing and it's just more of like i think the common ground that you can find um if you're able to find that balance between friendship and business 
it's going to be a great success. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I think um, nowadays, like, uh, it's so easy to, you know, propel into the spotlight or something's going to work. It, I mean, it could be a snap, but uh, it won't sustain because you don't develop that like long-term respect or like the long-term hustle type of thing, you know? So I think with us, the core guys that we have, the four guys that we have right now, we've all been working together for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start the business with them, but I came in at a time where like, you know, it was like the, the crucial point in a sense, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think, you know, working for Ryan has really taught me a lot more on how to be like not only business minded, but understanding like how to, um, maneuver in a situation or in a business in a foundation that you know can you that can offer you more than you can offer it in a sense you know what I mean and and I think it's so valuable to like you know Ryan for the longest time didn't want to be out in the spotlight he didn't want to go and do these things and I would tell him like man your story's got to be told because there's people out there who were like me who if they had a chance with someone like you you know they they're they're going to get everything that they wanted in life because these life lessons that Ryan is able to be patient with and hand down and teach people and understand that like hey like you know you don't have to go to school I didn't go to I didn't go to college you know so and, and to be in the position that I am, it's because I had a chance. Ryan gave me a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's because he also understood, you know, that uh, just because he's your friend doesn't mean he can't be this, 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 and that, you know. But it's also, yeah. like, again, it comes back to the respect factor. Like, yeah. I've always had a love and loyalty to that. Like, man, you know, Ryan really put me on the spotlight. He really took a chance on me when, you know, I, I could have went another way, obviously, you know. But um, I just felt like, yo, this is the right thing to do. Like, you know, there'd be times where, like, I was learning the business and Ryan would be like, okay, go figure this out. Like, don't come to me until it's like a legitimate, like a a question, you know, if you can't, if you try try 50 things and you couldn't figure it out, then come to me, Mm. but don't come to me until you try these 50 things. But it taught me, it taught me how to be a more sufficient, you know, person. And and instead of taking it personal, I took it as like, man, I'm only going to get better from this, you know? So I think having the respect in your, you know, with the homies, if they're going to come work for you, I think if you establish that and, and then, you know, you, you kind of like, you know, Ryan's never been the type to like step on your toes. He's never been the type to kind of like force you to make you feel some type of way or, or make you be this, you know, he yeah. wants you to be what you want to be, but he also wants to like, you know, how can I make you the best out of it without like making you feel like I'm like, you know, putting my thumb on you and you feel like trapped or whatever. So yeah. I think, you know, uh, working with all the friends, it, it works if you have the respect factor. And you understand that um, what you're coming, what you're coming to work for, it's the, the, the you know, it's much bigger than um, the friendship type of thing. And I think if you can just balance all that out, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be good. Yeah, that's good. I, I think so what you're talking about to me when I even understand the the brand identity of Meister, you guys talking about respect and everybody kind of coming to the table uh, with their their tools, essentially, right? Everybody kind of is equipped with with specific tools that you know when working all together builds this machine and keeps this thing going. And so, Mark, you I understand you you are more so like the the marketing like mm-hmm. director and social media and all yes. that for for yes. Meister. So, um, can you talk a little bit about um, so when you guys say master your craft, what what does that mean to you guys? Uh, master your craft is, um, pretty much, you know, whatever you're doing in life, you want to be the best at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, because you only get one chance at life, you know, you're, you're, you're better off spending it being the best at what you can and making the best out of it, you know? Yeah. And I think that comes from situations that comes from, um, 
you know, goals that you set and things like that. So when we say master your craft, which uh, Meister stands for a German word called master. Mm -hmm. So we said, you know what, master your craft is what we're doing with the watches, which is why we've been in business for 10 years, because um, we look at it as every year is a chance to grow. Every year is a chance to bring something new to the table. Every year is a chance to, you know, expand and and, and understand how to do things differently, but in a more efficient way, in a better way, I guess. Um, So Master Your Craft is that. So we have, we're going to start a little documentary series called Master Your Craft, where we interview people who correlate with what we believe in, what we stand for, um, who are also mastering their craft as well. So, I mean, anybody can be a master at their craft, right? Whether it's an English teacher, whether it's a, you know, the kin just like you guys are dancing or whatever. I mean, you guys teach classes. Obviously, you're like the master of your craft because people are coming to you to be like taught, you know. So for us, we correlate um, master your craft with everything out there. I mean, a mechanic. It doesn't really matter. Like anybody can be uh, a meister, which is, you know, the German word for master. So anybody can be a meister. um, And we just want to be or portray more than just the watches, right? Master Your Craft is, is a community. It's a lifestyle. It's the only way really to like, you know, get the next step ahead in life yeah. is to master your craft. I mean, if you're going to be in one spot, then you're going to, you know, you're not going to grow. You're not going to build. So when we say master your craft, it's, it's a very like, um, I would say, um, not a unique thing, but it's, it's a very like mass stage for everyone to get on and just yeah. kind of be a part of and, yeah. I dig it. I mean, because, you know, um, we have, you know, the what we like to say all the time is, you know, master the art of student. Yeah. And um, I think the, in life, there's there's always something to learn at every stage Absolutely. in life. I think at any point when you um, think you know it all, that's like you literally you created did. your own yeah. ceiling because yeah, now you're absolutely. telling yourself, oh, I can't grow anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, I think when I hear w- with what you guys push, it's, it's it's essentially that, you know, whatever your trade is, whether it's, you know, uh, creating cars to creating dance moves yeah. to creating watches, like um, there's always a way for you to improve and to get better. And I think yeah. what I love with what you guys do with these collabs that you guys do, you know, you're essentially um, wanting to learn about another industry, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's no way that you're going to collaborate with something unless you know who you're collaborating yeah, with. Yeah, so absolutely. that, that also in, in essence kind of forces you to open up your mind to other cultures, you know, and I'm sure when you guys, you know, created your first collab with super crew, like you guys need to kind of do your homework, be like, yo, like yeah. who are these guys? Like, what is this culture? What is this B-boy culture? You know? And then even with, with our collab too, like, you know, what, it, what, what's unique about the Kinjas and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I love the mentality of, um, constantly wanting to grow and expand your knowledge about, uh, just other industries and other Absolutely. cultures and stuff. And then bringing that into, your your collaborations yeah we kind of try to just do what we like you know like what we're into and we try to bring that into our world like watches i think that's kind of one of the things that makes us different as well from other watch brands most of these other watch brands aren't doing collabs and Mm -hmm. they're not doing it the way we do it so like we try to take what we like what we're into whether it's cars music sports Mm -hmm. Um, we've had collabs with like all different types of these mainly four categories sports music cars and video games or pop culture Mm -hmm. excuse me pop culture and um that's how we make our our work life fun you know it's doing stuff that we like and i think 
for anyone trying to pursue their own business, that's like the key to your, one of the keys to your business, making sure you enjoy it and yeah. you can have fun doing it. And for us to do these collabs, it just opens up different worlds where we get to go out and enjoy these types of events and um, see different types of things. Like when we work with the car companies, they bring us out to races yeah. and um, we get to meet a lot of different people from the car industry. Um, same thing with video game stuff. Like we have E3 coming up next week where we get out to go out there, play a bunch of new video games yeah. that haven't been released yet and work That's with dope. the developers. Um, yeah. It's kind of all over. I think music and sports have been probably the most fun, right? Because we get to meet basketball players and they'll bring us out to the games. Yeah. Uh, we get to chill with them in the locker rooms. Yeah. I think one of my favorite ones was uh, chilling with the Warriors we got cool with the Warriors, and then uh, me and my girl, we went up to the Bay, and during one of the playoff games, got to hang out with them the whole day, mm -hmm. um, played FIFA with Clay Thompson, yeah. and um, just really got to vibe with the whole team at their practice facility, and then watch them win the game at the end of the night. It was dope. Like, And those are experiences we can only ha I wouldn't be able to have it without Meister, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And it just makes it more enjoyable. I think another thing is like music. We get to work with musicians. One of our, uh, probably one of my favorite collabs was with Raekwon from Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, that was sick. Dude. Yeah. I just happened to meet Ray backstage at a concert and I hooked him up with a watch mm -hmm. and he's like, yo, this is dope. Like, yeah. and he's really into watches. Like, yo, how, like, can we do our watch together? I was like, yeah, yeah let's do it. And, so you know, sick, me and Ray man. have a great relationship still to this day. And that's kind of like how we build a lot of these collabs is just, um, meeting different people that could help us get to those people and mm -hmm. then we just work out from there like a relationship and um try to build something that's different like yeah. i don't think there's any other watch company that's going to be interested to do like a collab with like wu-tang clan or musicians <laughs> yeah a lot of them don't really mess with basketball players up until recently right like ap sponsored lebron james mm -hmm. but you know, 10 years ago, there was nobody doing that. Mm -hmm. I think even to this yeah. day, like, Rolex won't mess with any basketball player or football player. They only mess with, like, tennis players or golf players. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Also, with our collabs, too, is, like, we like to bring the people in, like, whoever wants to do a collab with us. Like, we tell them, like, hey, sit down with us. You know, tell us your colorways, what you're into, what we need to add, what you don't want type of thing. I mean... When you see a collab, it's because we sat down, like even with you guys, right? Yeah. Like you guys chose the colorway. We chose, you know, uh, polished silver was because of the katana, the sword, right? Yeah. Like there was there's so many details that go into like uh, a collab with us yeah. that, you know, people don't know like why this watch came, like the, the, the Honda Type R. I mean, this is, we took details from the Type R car, the aesthetic of it, and we matched it to the watch. You know, we don't just get a collab and say okay we can do this and that like we sit down with the people and we're like yo let's really get in tune with this so that way the product that we're going to put out not only do we want to stand by it but they want to stand by it right. and it you know there's there's a real connection to it with the, the people who are going to go out and buy it or the people who are we're making it for you know and, and i think that's very important nowadays is an identity right like when you can when you can put your thumb on something and be like oh this they nailed it yeah. you're going to love it right i mean and most of our pieces are nostalgic right away they become collector's edition mm -hmm. right away uh you know we 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 have a very limited run on all of the pieces that we do in the first place i mean that's kind of what we're known for is the, you know the, the exclusivity behind everything that we do so mm -hmm. i think it's uh you know when when something that we want to start doing is kind of documenting our collabs cuz that's something that we 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 do but we didn't do enough i guess 
But, uh, you know, it's the process behind it is seeing how much involved that we both were. Yeah. On, I mean, you guys would come to the office, you and Anthony, yeah. Mike, all the time, you know what I mean, right? And it was constant phone calls back and forth. It was checking samples. It was like, I like this. I mean, it was the weight. I mean, everything came down yeah. to everyone having an involvement in it. And that's why, you know, like when the product comes out, we're all happy with it. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to do more. And that's, you know, these brands or these companies that that go to do a collab with us, when they experience that, that's one of the things that they love is like, man, I love how like in tune you guys are and how like how attention to detail and how much you just want our feedback too. Like, you know, I think it's very important to, to um, push that out as well yeah. you know and, and keep that creativity behind both of you guys yeah. or both of the collabs that way when something does come out you know it's it's polished to perfection in a sense and yeah, we're not just like slapping the label on the watch yeah that's what i love about it and, and i mean just from sure our firsthand experience of working with you guys and like you guys were super um very interested in what we wanted yeah. and, and the aesthetic to um, the materials that we would be using, the metals, the, you know, the yeah. colors, obviously all of that. And then when I see all your other guys' stuff from, from the Raekwon to the Bruce Lee and like yeah. you guys recently dropped the Astro Boy, Astro Boy one, Astro you know, Boy, like yeah. it's dope, man. And I think that's what's cool is that you literally see the fingerprint of both kind of yeah. meeting together Absolutely. and then, you know, you have this dope piece to kind of like commemorate that and rock it, you know what I mean? And Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kinesthetic Brand. I think, you know, you guys talking about uh, what creates your brand identity and uh, I think that's it, it, people um, maybe don't emphasize that as much. I think these days, yeah. I think people want to just go for, fast, fast. yeah, like you just they want the success as if it's just something. If you I just money. do this, like yeah, like yeah, it, it should just pop up. People feel like it's like the cool thing is to, is to have something to brag about. Yeah, you know, not understanding that the future is is like you know a, a foundation. If you don't have a foundation, like your house. For the first earthquake, which is the first trouble of sign of business, money, whatever, you're going to fold. Yeah. You're going to crash, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, understanding that the most important thing you can do is create the foundation. Like, go through it. You know, 
you would need to have a hard time to understand what you're going to do when your back is to the wall. Because yeah. if you don't do that, you're not going to win. Like you're not going to be able to sustain a business. You know, yeah. the Kinjas, all you guys coming together, you guys have your own hardships, which make you guys stronger when you mm-hmm. come together. I think the most feared people in the world are hurt people because they know they can survive. Mm. Right. So it's like in business, if you have that background, you're going to win. Like you're built for it. You know what I mean? Like compared to someone who's in fast fashion and is one right away. Right. Like you're on top of the world. You're going to think you're, you, you know, it all type of thing. You're not going to learn. You're not going to want to grow. You're not going to, if someone comes and gives you an idea, you're going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Cause I already made this, you know what I mean? But when you hit that first roadblock, it is going to be absolutely devastating. Because you don't know what to do. You don't know what it feels like to fall. You don't know what it feels like to have to get back up, you know. And that could end you right then and there, yeah. you know. So with us, we've all had our own hardships. And, and the company as well, you know what I mean? But 10 years, is it's it's more than just a journey. It's more than just, you know, a found Like, the fact that we are able to still be here and, and have a great following and, you know, a, a bigger fan base because of the collabs that we have and the expansions that we get to have, I mean... That's because we had a foundation. That's because we know what it feels like to have to get back up, yeah. and we're not scared of that type yeah. of thing. So, how do you attribute, like how do you attribute that success? Because I mean, more than half half of businesses that start up will fail within their first five years, and you guys, you know, made it to your ten year. You know, like what, what what would you attribute that sort of success to? I would say just being able to adapt. You know, mm-hmm. I think nowadays it's there's like two key parts to that you got to anticipate one and adapt to um anticipating is really just doing your research you know things change like internet came and that changed a ton of businesses a lot of people closed down and i think even for us like we went through a major change ourselves through like midway through our 10 years when we started, we were selling only business to business, like all the the clothing stores sold mm-hmm. our watches boutiques, yeah. and boutiques, fashion boutiques. We actually didn't even sell to watch stores because we didn't want to be next to all the other watches. We wanted to be more so in the fashion and like the streetwear thing. And yeah. that's how we started. Um, but after a while, like all these clothing stores just started shutting down, like business was going bad. Mm-hmm. Um and all these brands were shutting down and closing shops. So it made us like really change our whole business model where we went from business to business, we changed to direct to consumer. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's really all it took for us to survive is really just adapt and change. And I just wish we did it even sooner because we would have been a lot stronger, you know, in that sense of the online community and how mm-hmm. big it is. But, even for us, like, you know, we kind of waited till our back was against the wall yeah. and we're like, oh shit, we got to make changes like <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Otherwise, every we could lose everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we just had to react at that moment in time. But, you know, for people nowadays, like, you could just anticipate stuff and mm-hmm. do your research and know like, oh, there's a new social platform shift about to come. Mm-hmm. It's about to shift, you know, jump on this new platform. Like, we were slow to adapt on the Instagram. Yeah. Like, it took yeah. us years to get on the Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, man, why did we wait this long? We already knew like that was going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just, uh, we, it was one of those situations where we just reacted. But nowadays, yeah, I feel like, yo, like all these young kids, they guess they could do the research. They could anticipate that stuff. And mm-hmm. for us, it was just adapting all the time. Like you just got to be able to adapt and can't be stuck on one thing. Because now even with Instagram, like, the way people see your products or see your brand is totally different. 
before it was like free and anyone sees anything and the same thing with facebook now you know instagram facebook they're throttling views you're not going to see something unless we put money behind it so it gets the views you know and things could just constantly change like snapchat could be hot one day and then the next day instagram releases stories and then boom just like that it's done even vine like so i think it's it's always adapt right like just be quick on your feet yeah i think that's that's the hard thing too because you know you just have to have your eyes and ears on the streets at all times, you yeah, know what I mean? And and uh, doing your research and then, you know, I mean, you got to put in your due diligence with any any sort of, uh, yeah, you know, sure. platform yeah. to like see care. what works and what doesn't, right? Yeah. can't get comfortable. I think yeah. a lot of people just get comfortable making money and then next thing you know, the whole platform changes, everything changes, you yeah, know. Yeah. Some new social media platform comes out and the old one gets discontinued like oh shit what the fuck what do we do you know like you just gotta you already have to know these things and really like pay attention so even for myself like i'd say midway through the business like i started getting comfortable i mean all of us kind of did and that was the problem like that's why we didn't jump on instagram like Mm -hmm. oh we're building our facebook we're good facebook's free and don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. it you know but next thing you know it changes Mm -hmm. you know if you don't understand it you 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 know, you think this not it's not the best thing for me. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's like you said, you gotta adapt. You gotta like go out into that uncharted territory and and under and go figure out why it's not for you. Like, are you sure it's not for you? Type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and Instagram ended up being our the best thing for us, man. Like, you know, uh, for now. Um, but again, all these social platforms and all these changes that happen uh, nowadays, like everything is literally like around the corner. Right. Everything is so around the corner. You guys are doing the podcast, right? Like, probably no one is think that you guys would do a podcast like, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like yo it's dope and yeah. i think podcasts like that's the new platform that is, right yeah. mm-hmm. even for yeah. ourselves that's why we're like yeah we we really gotta like get into this and learn this and start Absolutely. doing this ourselves so yeah. we could put out that knowledge as well yeah yeah and i think that's it's it's scary because the nature of it is constantly changing yeah but i think there's some level of fear that I think is healthy for yeah, it just keeps to. you on your toes and yeah, you can't sure. get comfortable. Yeah. You have to just keep. Yeah, you just got to keep swimming, man. So yeah. I totally feel that. Um, what are some of the like current projects that you guys are working on that are that are like that we should be on the lookout for? Definitely the Avengers Marvel Avengers drop. Um, that's going to be dropping at the end of the month, uh, July actually is Comic-Con, but June will release a small amount available just through our, our web store. Yeah. So you can check that out our website and our Instagram. We'll start leaking out more photos. Um, that's definitely one of our biggest anticipated collaborations for this year. Mm-hmm. We do have more stuff this year. I would say also uh, our 10-year celebration. Tight. Congrats again, man. That's, yeah, a, that's thank amazing. You. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So we're excited for that. We're still yeah. planning, but uh, you know, it's definitely going to be something very cool and uh, very unique. We're going to be dropping. Well, I'll just tell you guys, we're going to be dropping a really limited amount of Swiss-made, Swiss automatic watches. Yeah. So we're like really excited for that. Um, and we're only making fifty of these watches, and that's going to drop for our ten-year anniversary. And some of them we're actually going to ice out. So. 
Super yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have some ice on it. Dude, I remember yeah. uh, you uh you iced out what is the 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 um ambassador, you put the stingray oh, st- yeah. band stingray with the black yeah. diamond. Black we were diamonds. doing that before the Jordan OVOs and Ooh. and all of that, man. But uh yeah, you know, like, again, that's something that we you know, we did all of these materials and all of these colorways because we're all sneakerheads. Yeah. You know, we're all a part of the culture. We're not, we're not, you know, um, uh, making stuff for the culture. It's because we're a part of the culture. Yeah. Like we live and breathe it just as much as these guys who wake up and go on sneakers app and wait in line for. Like we do the same thing. Yeah. We come in late to the office too because we are trying to get a pair <laughs> yeah. of sneakers. We're trying to get the baiting ape, and yeah. it's not. And and we don't like. We're not. Not that there's nothing wrong with resellers, but we're not the resellers type of thing either. Like we, you know, we we love Wearing like them. when we buy it, we like yo, we we come in the eye, everyone's gathering around, we're like, yo, this is gonna look fly with blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just very much in love with everything that we do. And yeah. and you know, that's why we do stuff with um, a lot of shoe community people. We do stuff with a lot of uh video gamers because we love playing Call of Duty. I mean, we got a Call of Duty watch, uh, and we love playing Call of Duty too. So when we got the chance, we're like, hell yeah, we yeah. play Call of Duty, like we're on it, you know what I mean? So that's it's dope. like just something that's really cool. So I think, you know, having that is something that what, what what's like the the secret to getting all these like collaborations even going? Is it just hitting people up like cold emails or you guys go to these there's, events there's definitely like two different ways you could approach it the best way for me has been through personal relationships mm-hmm. you know just going out and building and um networking networking yeah. yeah like going to all the events that you could possibly go to yeah. and you know luckily we're blessed to be out here in la yeah. so every celebrity you can think of is gonna come to la at some point yeah. in time so we just try to be at events and connect with different people that might know this person and we just try to shoot for the stars and try to go for it and then there's also the other way like when we work with corporations like sony and honda that's like a whole nother world right like right. that's stuff that you have to do it more on the business and we're we have to pitch them we got to put together a pitch deck mm-hmm. and we got to find the right person to give this deck to and mm-hmm. um a lot of times it's going to trade shows i think for younger people yeah. like if you haven't been to a trade show, like that'll really open your eyes mm-hmm. before you start your business. You know, yeah, all, there's always a trade show for every business craft out there. You could just Google it and see what trade show is meant for your business, whether it's cars or jewelry or mm-hmm. fashion. For ours, it was like magic, um, which at the time has changed now. It's now like Agenda, Liberty, Project, Capsule. Mm-hmm. Like it's changing to like four shows, but. Yeah. Back when we started, it was just one show. It was called Magic, and that was yeah. in Vegas. So we'd go out there and just connect with people out there before we even had the business. And that kind of gives you, like, the the way to research things, show people your product. we make prototypes and bring our prototypes out mm-hmm. there and just show people, like, we yo. We booths. Like, we would just... Yeah, we just, just go there and hustle. There and <laughs> yeah, like... like Guerrilla market. But that's, like, uh, you know, if you're if you are not willing to do everything then you know you're not going to last like cuz sure. we did we did this in a time where like you know we didn't have a uh, 100,000 followers social media where like you know one picture can be seen by a million people mm-hmm. so we had to go out and grind you know what i mean yeah. so it's like and i think that's still important to this day like if you're not willing to go out nonstop and and meet handshake 
talk to you know what i mean connect with non-stop you're not yeah. it's not going to happen for you like yeah. the reason why we have these collabs is because we did that relentlessly yeah. you know well, you gotta have somebody that can yeah or yeah i mean yeah. if you're if you're lucky enough and you have someone who can just you know that has the, you got the, a friend the, that the black book it? that has yeah. all the numbers great but we didn't yeah, you know man. what i mean and, and we went out and created a black book so now you know if people reach out to us and we feel like it's a good fit like yeah we'll extend the you know i mean but I, I would say you gotta be uh, a hustler, I think, yeah, or you gotta to. have someone in your team that is that guy, that yeah. is the hustler that absolutely. can go out and make it happen for you. you yeah, know? absolutely. Because yeah. the only way you're gonna make it happen is you gotta really want it and go after it. From, and that's kind of like how we did things. Like working with Honda is like, okay, we have this idea, we want to do it. Now we have the end picture. We want to type our watch. How do we get there? And we need to figure out. Okay, we gotta make a deck. All right. And once we got the deck, like, who are we going to give this to? We got to find the right guy that takes care of this stuff. And, you know, you just start piecing it together. And I feel like being out in L.A. or New York or one of these larger cities, like, you're always, like, one or two degrees away from somebody. So if you just ask around and you put that thought in your head and you want this, it'll eventually happen as long as you're, like, focused on it. As long as you don't give up, you know. It's yeah. good to hear no. It's good to be, you know. We get a lot of no's too. Yeah. 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 yeah, just so y'all know. Yeah, yeah, look, listen, it's not like we just call someone and they say, yeah, we, nah, we can't wait, you know. Yeah. But a lot of it too is based off of the relationship that we had with someone and how we did a collab. They hear, they like, yo, we heard that you guys, you know, this, this are involved this way. Like, we think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's why we want to work with you. I don't Because think of how involved ever emailed anyone or cold called anyone to get a collab like it's not gonna work (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. you got to like be out there and find a way you know i think sometimes even for me is just like relationships right like just through friends or going out to eat with somebody Mm -hmm. like you'll make that connection with somebody else especially in la man everyone is at everything yeah you know our circle like you know the 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 dancer community i'm sure is very small just like the fashion circle like you're gonna see anybody from you know what i mean like and someone knows someone from something you know but if you don't go to these events if you don't if you're not out there like moving and shaking with it you're missing an opportunity every single time i'm sure for you right like you go out with do these events you're meeting celebrities and their managers or people i'm sure like like i've already heard like there's stories where like um certain celebrities bring their kids to the show and like oh man i love your show like my (laughs) kids love you guys yeah right hey listen yeah yeah, that's uh, make their kids happy and that brings you that connection to their parent who might be a celebrity or someone that's that knows a celebrity and that's kind of like how we meet people too it's a lot of times just through someone that knows someone they'll introduce us yeah. yeah, and I, I, that's what I love about it because, uh, I mean, this this is a great time, I think, that we're all living in right now because, you know, before, you know, maybe 20 years ago, like, brands or industries never really crossed over and yeah. did things together, you know what I'm saying? But now we're in this... Now it's like a race to collab with... Collab. Like, yeah. We were doing that because we, we believed in that type of thing. But yeah. nowadays, everyone is collabing with everything on every you know and and they're not really collabing though they're just putting their label on yeah. so you know what i mean they're yeah. switching out their old label from the, that says size large to their <laughs> label right you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. so you're losing a disconnection you're not really like you're doing it for the sake of saying we collabed right yeah. but like we still find it very sacred to like bring people in and for sit sure. down with them and go yeah. go eat with them and like let me hang out with you for a day before we even get into creating right. something like 
let's understand each other. Let's really do this the right way, you know? And that's why our collabs work so well, which your guys' collabs sold out. Like, our collabs sell out because the connection that we have that we bring forward in the product, mm-hmm. and then we, when we put it out there, like, it's already there. You're already, it's best of both worlds, and they, you know, it's like a, something that they, they, they can't wait to have, in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, we gotta do a round two of that one. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? no, we're excited to do yeah. a round two. Which I was, I was talking to you earlier. I was like, I, I you know, round two is definitely something that uh, we're excited to have too, man. Yeah. I mean, Kendra, you guys have grown substantially. You know what I mean? Like a tremendous amount. So yeah, thanks, it's, man. It's uh, you know, we're 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 uh, honored and blessed to be a part of that as well Word. too. So I mean, it's it's dude, it's mutual, man. We're grinding. We we we're we're still out here. I yeah. mean, like you said, if you're not willing to do all the stuff, like. It's not gonna last, not, you know. And, and we and, talk about that yeah. all the every time we connect, you know, and we have a kind of like a conversation like this, we always say like, "It's like, what are you up to?" Like, man, we're grinding, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a nonsense. And every time we see each other, it's like, "I see you, I see you out," you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like we know you can't you can't let your foot off the pedal. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's got to be go time all the time type yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially now, like ten years, this is this is the fold. This is like the this is the wall right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like do you have another 10 years in you because those 10 years were very draining you know yeah. and it's like we look at each other all the time we're like yes like we can't wait man yeah. so we're excited for the 10-year journey for another 10 more years yeah. you know we're excited to grow more um you know again having four like only four of us has really taught us a lot about the business and us and how yeah. to merge both and how to perfect both you know so that's dope man again congrats that's, that's dope um how would you say as a brand um like you guys are evolving because i see i mean you guys are a watch company but i mean you you got you got hats you got backpacks yeah. you know what i mean how yeah. how is the brand evolving i think we try to do things that we haven't done before um whether it's just to test it out or just because you know we want to do it you know mm-hmm. um we travel a lot so we're like yo let's create a backpack that's dope for mm-hmm. travel mm-hmm. and that's why we did that um we wear all of us wear hats all the time too. It's like, yeah. yo, let's do hats. But I think even now it's like we want to do Swiss made, Swiss automatics. Like let's do some higher end stuff. It might not be right for our customers. Maybe they don't want to spend the money on that watch, but we want it for ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how we start things out. Is just like, all right, like as we evolve, like what do we want? What do we want to see? Yeah. Our latest project before that was the Moon Phase watch. Like it's something we've never done before. And it's not something most other watch brands are doing except for like the Swiss watch brands. So we're like, you know, let's do a, a moon phase watch. And we just thought that'd be cool. Um, so we just try to do things that are different and constantly try to change things up yeah. and so, push ourselves to new boundaries. And yeah. that's yeah. what also helps us get more excited. Like, ooh, like sure. just like working on a new project, like you get more excited. Like yeah. we jumped on these backpacks, you're like, oh man, this yeah. is fun like yeah. designing a backpack and um but also too i would say because just like when we did the watches right we we made watches based off of jordan colorways right because yeah. no one was doing that mm-hmm. no one was giving you something like you know sneakerheads we love to match right mm-hmm. or fashion people you love to match right like period it doesn't yeah. matter from head to toe right so when we did watches we're like yo how do we match more accessories with you know not just a bracelet is only silver or gold watches can be all these colorways yeah you know so when we started doing bags and hats we started we did it because we were doing stuff that brands were doing traditionally. We didn't want to do it traditionally. We wanted to add the colorways. We wanted to do, use materials that they weren't using. Yeah. You know, so we created an identity to say like, and our fans have, you know, are, are understanding that. But I think the world is starting to like see it now for for what why we're doing it. You know what I mean? So like yeah. 
our new backpacks, they're epi leather, right? The only people who did epi leather was, was Louis Vuitton, right? But that price is $2,000. Mm-hmm. Our bags are very affordable, but it's still high master crafted, high crafted, luxury, cra- you know what I mean? Like, so our thing is we started creating things also because we wanted... We wanted to obtain these things, this this like type of luxury, but make it affordable yeah. because not everyone can afford a three thousand dollar bag to yeah. travel with only. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? So we wanted a bag where yeah. we're like, yo, how do we have a bag that's everyday luxury you can travel with, right? I mean, that's why our bag is different. It opens like a briefcase. It's got so many compartments. It's got a detachable suede cash bag. Like, there's so many things involved in it that we thought, okay. They don't do this because they're too cool, like you know the the other brands, right? They just want to make a leather bag, put their monogram or their or their brand on it, and then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, yo, we we got to do more, like you know, especially because we know that the price point is a little bit high, but yeah. it's not, it's nowhere near thousand, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so we're still giving you a great luxury feel, a great luxury look. You're still getting that feeling of man, I have something that's really nice, it's really cool, it's very standout, it's very fashion forward, you know, and you're getting all of that because we think how you think and we want what you want type yeah. of thing you know what i mean we're we're the we're on the same boat like so creating these products it was really to match and and um create you know uh, a platform where like everything was obtainable you know and and we didn't want to do things where we put something out and you couldn't get it because yeah. it was just way too out of your price range you yeah. know like we're like yo let's make this affordable too you know, but but not um, cut out any of the luxury part of yeah. it type of thing. So yeah, I love how you guys don't ever slack on the quality. No, and everyone says stuff. that, right? Like yeah. when they, it, it's funny, it's because our backpack, our epi leather backpack, uh, when when artists, musicians, uh, DJs, basketball players, when they get it, it becomes their new favorite bag. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they're like, yo, I don't even care. Like they're like, yo, I have my my Chanel bag, whatever. Like they're like, I don't even wear, I don't even use that shit no more. Yeah, you know what I mean. And to hear that, it's like we're like, damn, like we're we're this is why we did it. Yeah. We wanted we wanted that that effect. We wanted that that domino effect, you know, to yep. we want not that we're trying to dominate and replace bags and things like that, but we wanted that feel, that same feel. Yeah. So this basketball player who's very used to spending $5,000 like it's nothing on a bag is now willing to spend a couple hundred dollars on our bag because he feels like this is much better. Right. I get more use out of it. It, you know, the the expansion of it is better. Like my my daily essentials are better for this, right? Mm-hmm. So we just created something that is is for the everyday person but also for luxury so it can go both ways type of thing which is why we started expanding our product line is because we're a lifestyle we're a community watches is something that we are mastering our craft at and there's other products that we want but we couldn't get yeah. so we're like yo let's bring this to the table this is why the watches started because we wanted jordan colorway watches yeah. that you know, no one was making watches to match sneakers so we're like okay so we just adopted that platform into other products which is the hats you know the uh the travel bags the the watch roll travel cases mm-hmm. you know we're doing we're gonna we're talking about doing jewelry like there's so many things that we we want to expand even our sunglasses right like people get our sunglasses and i'm like man this is really good quality like i didn't expect this from a watch band that's the problem is because we're you know we're we're labeled as a watch brand which we love because that's what we are technically right we're a watch brand but we're also creators we're innovators and we pay attention to to detail and to luxury because we love that shit just as much as anybody else so when we put out products you're getting all of that 110 percent good thing too is all our stuff's limited like our bags only made 50 of each color Mm -hmm. um all our watches are limited we 
individually number each watch on the yeah. back. So all our products have that collector's value and we don't just sell it anywhere and everywhere, you know, still to this day, you can only get it at fashion boutiques or online. Yeah. And or it's being sold. once it's sold out, that's it. Like we discontinue it. And that's, you know, that's what I feel like also makes us different from most of these other watch yeah. brands. They, you know, they have one piece. They'll just keep running it forever. Right. When you look at Hublot, like their Big Bang, they got the same watch forever. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of these other companies, like they stick to that one watch forever. Yeah. Rolex is it, another man. one. They got a couple and they just People pump love that thing out. People love limited stuff, bro. Yeah. They yeah. do. They and it do. also forces you to create. Yeah. You yeah. know, it forces you to not 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 rely on something. Like, sure. you know, you have to be bigger and better all the time. Pretty much yeah. every season we design new colorways. And after that season's over, we discontinue it and that's it. Yep. got it this, 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 this. I dig it man I mean you guys are always putting out new stuff and I think that's the stuff that like people love seeing what's what's fresh and what's new what's on your guys minds and like mm-hmm. it's dope to witness that man um, want to do a quick little lightning round with you guys just fire off some questions just come off top yep. and just be quick with it <laughs> here we go three two one quick. what's your favorite food Ooh, I'm gonna do vegan recently so that's that's tough. The impossible patty or what? But uh, <laughs> my favorite spot now is the uh, um, Veggie Grill. Okay, Veggie Grill, solid. I'm gonna do pasta. There. Pasta. Pasta. It's easy. Solid. Favorite collab to date? Oh man, it's gonna be that tough. tough. It's gonna be tough. Um, I'm, a, I'm gonna say the kids, because we have a, we have a great relationship. We're actually all really good friends. You know, and I felt I feel like uh, what you guys stand for and how hard you guys work. Like it, for me, it's like yeah, I relate to that best. So I, I like our collab has always been you know That's something. What's that, up, baby? Yeah, I'd probably say Raekwon. Okay, just getting to chill with the whole Wu Tang Clan and the whole vibe. Just working together and now becoming friends is just like really dope. That's what's up. Um, toughest lesson learned. Oh man, there's so many tough lessons <laughs> left. <Shit. laughs> One off the top of your head. Um, you know, I'd say probably uh, don't get complacent and yeah. uh, and you know, like I was saying earlier, anticipate and adapt. Mm. It's like you just got to be on it faster. Don't wait till your back's yeah. against the wall because mm. we've done that before and it's never good. Like yeah. it just yeah. stresses you out, yeah. you know. Yeah. But as long as you're committed, you'll get through it and just don't give up. Word. I would say also compromise. Learn how to compromise. Learn how to not be so like you know in love with your idea that you can't hear someone else's. Yeah. You know, and and think that there might be a change to your idea that could work. You know. Yeah. So I would say compromise is a very hard lesson. That uh, be humble to that. Be yeah. humble to being open to hearing someone else's idea as well. Word. Solid. Um, less of more of what would you want to see less of in the world and also more of in the world I would say shit that's hard uh, are you saying like in just anything in or general, like in the yeah, business like less people on Instagram more people out there hustling I don't know whatever oh man I would say uh, more people working together mm-hmm. and not being so close minded I feel like in our in a couple of different industries, I'd say, in, especially like in the fashion industry, it's like everyone's like really about themselves and mm-hmm. they're all like in competition with each other and people don't really work with each other too often. That's why it's surprising now that 
they're now starting to come to that. I feel like since Supreme Louis Vuitton did the collab, everyone's like, oh, wow, like two clothing brands could collaborate. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. But it's like, man, like we could have, everyone could have been doing this for mm. a long time. Yeah. But it took two major brands yeah. to like set this, set it straight for yeah. other people to, to pick up on that. So yeah. more people to just do stuff together. Yeah. And right. I think this, um, you know, less hate. Less like, hate. A lot of there's a lot of hate. There is a lot of haters, but um, yeah. you know, I think if people turn that hate into like motivate or like just trying to help each other out, it would be a lot better yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Word. Yeah, I would. I would say the same thing. Less hate and more chances. Like Less give you know uh, uh, these people who are in position, um, you know, give a chance to someone if you feel like in your gut that this person, if they don't have the qualifications that you feel you were taught that this person should have, you know, but your gut says, man, this person might work out, like, you know, give it a chance, because that's how I got on, you know, I Word. I was given a chance, yeah. and that's all it took, you know, there's some people out there who will do anything for a chance, yeah. you know, but they have it in them too as well, you know, it also takes someone like Ryan to pull that type of thing out of you, but, you know, again, I would say give more chances to people that, if you have a gut feeling about something or someone, give that a chance, 100%, Word. you know. Even Legit. for us too, like, when we did collaborations and, we hit up these bigger companies. A lot of times, bigger companies are like, oh man, like you guys are like real small. Like they're used to working with other big brands, sure. but luckily, like some of these guys gave, gave us a chance. A chance. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, That's from that point on, then we started getting other big companies to work yeah. with. Mm-hmm. So dope, it's like man. a domino effect. Yeah, I dig it. What is your golden rule? What is like your sort of life mantra? The thing that gets you up every morning to finish off your day. Um. You know, I just never stop learning. I try to always find something new to learn and something new to pick up. Um, I wouldn't say I have a certain skill set at any one particular thing other than business and talking to people, but I just try to learn new stuff Mm. all the time, and I push all my guys to do the same. Mm. Like, don't get complacent. Don't think you know everything. Just always try to learn new stuff and it's so much easier nowadays to learn compared to 10 years ago you know nowadays you go on youtube and learn anything you want you could go on google and search it up and um now they also have like classes online like you go find a master class and learn from that people's experience in 10 years condensed to like a couple of classes and that's like to me like the new school it's like the new way to learn and this time and age whereas back then like you got to go you're told you got to go to college for everything in high school or you got to learn these things through these classes but i feel like now you can just pick this stuff up online it's so convenient to learn now always be learning everything is at your i would say passion like you you know knowing that uh there's so much more to be learned and there's Mm -hmm. so much more to give and create and like nowadays, your stage is so big. Yeah. It's limitless. You know, there is no more ceilings. There's no more center stage. Like you, you can take the stage or the crown, whatever you want, from anybody or anything. Like, but if you don't have the passion, it won't work. Yeah. Because you're, you know, in at first when you present something, it's in front of two people. You know what I mean? And those two people might not care. So that might yeah. discourage you. But passion will say, I don't care if it's one or a thousand. Mm. You know, I'm gonna still do this type of thing. So yeah. I, for me, it's it's got to be passion. Like I love creating. I love going up. And, and getting a chance to, to like be something different that takes me out of my comfort zone, that makes me want to expand. It makes me want to like think differently on what I thought 
used to be the right way, you know, because when you use, when you like utilize all of your platforms and all of your thought process into like every experience into a situation and going forward into like a, a conversation with something or, uh, you know, creating something like when you're able to mix all of that in with the passion, it's endless. Mm. You know, you almost get uh, frustrated because it's like, uh, uh, like now you want it to be perfect, right? Mm. Before you didn't even know where to start. And now you have so many ideas and so many outlets to go and do it. Like yeah. you don't know where to even kind of end it type of thing, you yeah. know? So I'd say passion. Always be learning. Always yes. stay passionate. I dig it. I dig it. Absolutely. Well, guys, man, I, I mean, we've been rocking for a long time. And again, congrats on 10 years. We're coming up yeah. on our 10 years yeah. next year. We so gotta do we something. Yeah, yeah we got to do something. Man. It's a big it's a big thing, man. And and I appreciate just your guys attention to uh, not just details, but like you said, real, real relationships, real, uh, yes. real folks. And I think just seeing how you guys have functioned over the past 10 years and seeing where you're at now and constantly just keeping your mind and and you know your eyes and your mind open to new things and like it's, it's dope to see you guys creating yeah. man so congrats to you guys dude it's, it's you, a ben. big it's yeah. a big thing and i'm stoked for your guys you know new podcast that you guys are gonna yeah, hop yeah. into yeah, like yeah. i mean you look out started here well. man this is really cool you'll yeah. be on there for sure ben. Hey, yeah, up? Have down. Ben on there. hit we me up the, hit me up the, let's uh, do it some of the guys from the kinjas and stuff too, yeah so. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll plug your socials. How can people follow the journey? Your websites, Instagrams, and all that. Instagram, fun stuff. MSTR Watches. My personal is just my name, Ryan Peters. It's kind of long, but uh, yeah, I will put it on. We'll put it on the. Yeah, well, the it'll links. be in the show notes. <laughs> Peters it'll with, be in the, the, show with notes. the Z. Too. Okay, Peters <laughs> with the Z, and, we'll and then mine is uh, MSTR underscore AVE. Uh, and then our Facebook is Meister Watches. Our YouTube is Meister Watches. Also, guys, real quick, uh, our YouTube watches is or um, our YouTube is something that uh, if you want to go somewhere where like learn how to change your watch, an idea on how to style your watch, or you know what colorways go what best with, go to our YouTube channel. It's very informative. That's something that we really want to make sure that we establish is you know a community on the YouTube for uh, you know where to go and how to style your accessories, your watches, and everything that we do type of thing. So That's what's up? Pretty soon we'll start. Doing doing some more videos too of like how we came up with the process of the collaboration yes, so the lot designs more um right now we're doing a lot of unboxings as well but definitely on our next kinjas collab we'll, we'll record yeah, that yeah Let's that's go. all going to be documented yeah. and Let's you know put it. together very well give so. people yeah. an idea of how how it goes down yeah. yeah we'll link all that stuff in the show notes guys yeah appreciate so speaking it. of which Guys, thank you guys so much for listening and or watching. If you haven't yet already, subscribe, please. Uh, get on there. Uh, if you dig what we're doing, leave us that five-star rating. Um, write a review. We read all those. We, uh, some of you guys have been le leaving some really dope reviews. And I read through all of that. And from the suggestions to the things that you guys are getting from each episode, it's really uh, helpful and it's encouraging just knowing that we're, we're providing value out there. And if it's helping you guys out in whatever way, all we ask that you do is share it. Tag us. Uh, we're on Instagram at Kindra's Podcast, cast with a K. Um, hop on the website for the show notes, like all these little links in the, the YouTubes and, you know, all the stuff that we talk about in here. It's all detailed in the show notes. Uh, Kindra's.com slash podcast. Get on there and check out all the show notes. And uh, thank you guys for following the journey. We're almost a year old. We're almost there. So if you guys have been listening every week, thank you so much. And it's just been fun. So thank you again, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. 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 Peace.